This is our devotional commentary for Exodus chapter 27. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. You shall make the altar of acacia wood, five cubits long and five cubits broad. The altar shall be square, and its height shall be three cubits, and you shall make horns for it on its four corners. Its horn shall be of one piece with it, and you shall overlay it with bronze. You shall make pots for it to receive its ashes, and shovels, and basins, and forks, and fire pans. You shall make all its utensils of bronze. You shall also make for it a grating, a network of bronze, and on the net you shall make four bronze rings at its four corners. And you shall set under it the ledge of the altar, so that the net extends halfway down the altar. And you shall make poles for the altar, poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with bronze. And the poles shall be put through the rings, so that the poles are on the two sides of the altar when it is carried. You shall make it hollow with boards. As it has been shown you on the mountain, so shall it be made. You shall make the court of the tabernacle. On the south side, the court shall have hangings of fine twined linen, a hundred cubits long for one side. Its twenty pillars and their twenty bases shall be of bronze, but the hooks of the pillars and their fillets shall be of silver. And likewise, for its length on the north side shall there be hangings a hundred cubits long, its pillars twenty and their bases twenty of bronze, but the hooks of the pillars and their fillets shall be of silver." And for the breadth of the court on the west side, there shall be hangings for fifty cubits, with ten pillars and ten bases. The breadth of the court on the front to the east shall be fifty cubits. The hangings for the one side of the gate shall be fifteen cubits, with their three pillars and three bases. On the other side, the hangings shall be fifteen cubits, with their three pillars and three bases. For the gate of the court... There shall be a screen twenty cubits long of purple and blue and scarlet yarns and fine twined linen embroidered with needlework. It shall have four pillars and with them four bases. All the pillars around the court shall be filleted with silver. Their hooks shall be of silver and their bases of bronze. The length of the court shall be a hundred cubits, the breadth fifty and the height five cubits, with hangings of fine twined linen and bases of bronze. All the utensils of the tabernacle for every use, and all its pegs and all the pegs of the court shall be of bronze. You shall command the people of Israel that they bring to you pure beaten olive oil for the light, that a lamp may regularly be set up to burn. In the tent of meeting, outside the veil that is before the testimony, Aaron and his sons shall tend it from evening to morning before the Lord. It shall be a statute forever to be observed throughout their generations by the people of Israel. In chapter 25, the ark, table, and lamp were described. This was the promise of a new home. Chapter 26 describes the tabernacle itself and highlights the problem of our sin in light of God's holiness. Now, in Exodus 27, we're back to descriptions of furniture. Not because Moses forgot to mention this in chapter 25, but because this is God's solution to the problem. The only way back to God is through the blood of sacrifice. So instructions for an altar are provided in verses 1 through 8. Seven and a half feet square, 
and four and a half feet tall. The altar was located in the middle of the outer courtyard, which was 75 feet square. Burnt offerings were presented here as an atonement for sin. Utensils were needed to remove the ashes, along with a grate that would enable the ashes to fall to the bottom. These sacrifices are going to be repeated thousands of times. The altar points to God's solution for sin, but it is not the final solution. Like the rest of the furniture, the altar has rings and poles built into it. Everything in the tabernacle is designed to dismantle and transport easily. Centuries later, Solomon will construct a permanent temple according to the same floor plan, but this is a tent, not a building. It's portable, for Israel was a people on the move, and God's dwelling place will travel with his people. The entire structure, including the courtyard, was 150 by 75 feet. The holy place was 30 by 15 feet, and the most holy place was a perfect 15-foot cube. The entry will be to the east, matching the Garden of Eden. In other words, the tabernacle is open toward sinners. It faces toward us, inviting us to come home. And when we come home, there's a light on, burning from evening to morning. The lights are on because God is home, and He is expecting us. So if you are far from God, come home today. We do not have a tabernacle any longer, but God has pitched his tent among us through Jesus. He is the Word who became flesh and made his dwelling where we live. In Jesus, God tabernacled among us. Jesus is our home, and he is the way home. The light is on, and there's bread on the table. Christ died to bring you home. He is the once and for all final sacrifice for sin. The curtain has been removed, and God invites you to know Him, to enjoy His presence, now and forever. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com, and I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.